Hey, this is Mike Bob, and I'm a guy who used to make things, and sometimes I still do. These days, I prefer making podcasts, and I have a new one called Soundtrack to My Life. On this podcast, I talk to different creative people about the music that shaped them. Sometimes the conversations are funny, and sometimes they're just kind of sweet. I love that Pina Colada song. Yeah, I do. Rihanna has had a huge impact on my songwriting. I'm diving into the ocean, finding that one fish that has toxins, and I'm just drinking those toxins all day. Maybe they're saying, like, you should now go forth and rock. It's like a peace be with you situation. I also have a playlist called F Jams. One and two. It's just in case. We dance to a jazz version of my favorite things. Soundtrack to my life. It's available exclusive on Spotify. It's a exclusive. I'm going to try to make that word take off. It's a music plus talk show, meaning I can play songs in their entirety. So think of this as an interactive playlist with some of the coolest creative people I know. And you should know, too. Soundtrack to my life. A Spotify exclusive. Hi, I'm Mike Bobbitt. I am a lot of things. I'm a comedian, I'm a podcaster, I'm a writer, an actor, and a storyteller. But most of all, I'm a dad now. Movies were an important part of my childhood, and I'm hoping they'll be an important part of my kids' childhood, too. So through this podcast, I talk to my friends about movies that were important to them when they grew up, and I also talk to my friends who are parents about their experiences introducing their own kids to movies. This is Movies for Kids. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever grow up. Sometimes I wonder if I know it's me. I know it's me. It's a podcast about introducing my kids to movies eventually. So if if he's crying in the background, that works. Yeah, it kind of ties it together, right? Yeah. This week, we're talking to my newer friend, Matt Wixon, who is a very talented musician turned improviser. And uh, I'm really interested in how movies maybe affected you in pursuing arts as an adult. Do you think it played any role in that for you, Matt? Uh, I mean, probably. There are definitely uh, movies that I love and have influenced various things that I've done, various creative pursuits. As a child, though... Like, like you weren't I, necessarily drawn towards musicals? <laughs> well, no. Like, the, the weird thing is, like, I'm heavily involved with musical improv now, and I don't have any reference for musical theater at all. <laughs> uh, like, I've, I kind of found myself there because I was a musician that was doing improv, and it works out for me, but I don't have any familiarity whatsoever with musicals. People are like, okay, so we're going to do this. It's going to be kind of like Guys and Dolls. And you're like, I uh, I was in bands. <laughs> yeah, like that. I mean, that's we legitimately have been conversations uh, I've had with people or like somebody like the entire cast of a, a musical improv troupe will start singing a song they all know. And there's harmonies and people know how to do these certain little like back and forths. And they just intuitively pick up all these different characters and I'm just sitting there wondering what the hell's going on. I'm very much an outsider uh, as far as uh, 
familiarity and appreciation of musical theater among my fellow musical improvisers. But not even like musical adaptations, like Jesus Christ Superstar and Fiddler on the Roof were parts of my childhood and not so much in the Wixen household? No, it was never really a thing. I mean, like we had the Disney movies, which are borderline musicals, some of them, like The Lion King. It's like a big part of my childhood. It bums me out, though, too, because music was such a part of my childhood, and I have no musical ability, and now I'm kind of feeling like you robbed me personally, (laughs) because you are very musical, and I got nothing, man. Look, if you want to get some kind of refund from me, I'll see what I can work out. Um, I didn't mean to slight you, but I'm also kind of on board with the idea that I may have. So (laughs) who knows? Yeah, you have way too much talent for just one person, Matt. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm kind of a hoarder like that. What can I say? Right. So what did you grow up with? What do you remember loving as a kid? Lion King was a big one. Aladdin, like, those are kind of, like, my Disney movies. Mm -hmm. One thing that, like, weirdly sticks out is uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. This is not the first time Pee-wee's come up. Okay, because, like, that's... uh, Like, when you pitched me coming on here, you're like, let's talk about movies that, like, maybe not be okay for kids. Or not made for kids that a kid might see. And, like, that came to mind. Like, that's not something that should be shown to children, I don't think. Really? You don't think so? I, I don't... Like, it's it's still kind of... Like, I don't know how I watched it as often as I did. Because, I like, when I was, you know, single digits, I could quote that movie inside and out. And, like, that's... Like, in retrospect, like, having watched it as an adult as well, like, that's a kind of terrifying movie. (laughs) (laughs) My brother and I are very, very opposite, where he is a diesel mechanic and has no interest in being in the spotlight at all. But when we were kids, I would make him memorize scenes from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, as well as sketches from Saturday Night Live. Okay, And then we would perform them on the sidewalk in front of our house for the neighborhood kids. So <laughs> I still have, as vivid as the movie, I still have memories of me and my brother standing outside going, hello, Pee-wee, hello, Francis. You know, so, <laughs> did you have any older siblings? How did, Or were your parents so, like, yeah, well, let's show you Pee-wee's big adventure? No, so like I'm the oldest of three boys. Okay. And so like my younger brother is probably also got the same like i know that the one that's closer in age to me the middle one uh we definitely watched peewee's big adventure together and i don't know how my parents came to that because the weird thing is like my parents were also kind of uh overprotective of me and like what i could watch like i don't think i saw an r-rated movie until i was almost 17 (laughs) oh wow like yeah like that's like we would get like punk records that had like the parental advisory part removed like the sanitized versions or whatever (laughs) like it was if anything like i think the protection from things kind of made me overdo it when i first found out i could create stuff of my own yeah i wonder about that my parents were strangely conservative about some things but not others yeah like I could ride my bike to the video store and watch any horror movie and rent any horror movie I wanted to or action movie with, you know, explosions and lots of death and stuff like that. But there were certain things like scenes of 
National Lampoon's vacation that my brother and I had to leave the room <laughs> because those weren't appropriate for us to hear. Right. And fast forward, and I grow up to be a pretty foul-mouthed comedian. Right. And But a pacifist. Uh, so, well, I you mean, know, yeah. Maybe being subjected to all that violence, but none of the dirty talk uh, affected me <laughs> rightly. <laughs> uh, I guess it's better to be dirty than violent. So I feel like... <laughs> right. I feel like whatever happened happened for the best <laughs> yeah um although speaking of like times you should have left the room sort of thing i do remember and i don't remember how old i was because it wasn't right when it came out but um somehow i ended up watching there's something about mary with my parents okay and so like i was i mean i don't know a young a young adult probably like it's 18 maybe this, I, I'm gonna feel bad about even saying this story. There's okay, so there's a scene where um the infamous scene in the movie, right? Yeah, very famous scene. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there watching this scene with my parents, and my mom goes, "What is he looking for?" Oh no! And <laughs> I wanted to just die, and I don't know how they had three children, <laughs> and. <laughs> So, like, don't one thing, like, I, I feel like there's something about Mary's totally fine for a young person, but not with the parents in the room. No, I know. <laughs> there are some things where, uh, because we take care of my mom now, she lives with us, yeah. and there are some things where I am a little uncomfortable <laughs> watching with her, where I'm like, oh, I did not realize this was as sexy as it was. Right. <laughs> and, uh Yeah. Uh, which I imagine is just going to make my son very uncomfortable, too. Because I think Allison and I are probably going to end up being a little too liberal with what we show him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So. I don't know. I, I don't... I'm not a psychologist, obviously. That's not one of the, the many, many talents I possess. <laughs> um, <laughs> Neither is modesty. <laughs> uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, I feel like it's probably not that bad for a kid to watch, like adult not adult movies but like right, movies yeah. for adults yeah i do believe in Wee. when we talked about this before i i think there's something about camp culture yeah that teaches kids to embrace their differentness sure and i i think something like peewee and the whole peewee universe is going to be good because everyone feels different one way or another and i think the peewee movies really celebrate being different so what do you think we should introduce them to that might not be on our radar right now uh i mean the the first ones that come to my mind are like kids movies so i don't know if that's worth it uh well you and i are at least 10 years apart so there may be a kids movie that i don't know well so like i think uh a shark's tale is a okay. criminally underrated animated film for children. I have never seen it. I am vaguely aware of it, uh, of like the poster, but I think that would be perfect. My wife is way into sharks. Oh, so. that sounds perfect then, yeah. Um, Zootopia is also excellent. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, actually, along the lines of Z- like, I feel like Zootopia and the Lego movie are ideal for indoctrinating children <laughs> in oh, yeah. into the the ways of the terrible world around us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if kids will get the messaging when they're young, but like those are the movies that should be indoctrinating children, I think. Awesome. Thank you so much, Matt. I I'm glad that we're friends now, and I feel like every chance that you and I get to talk to each other, I learn more and more about you, and I 
just like what I learn more and more each time. And I'm really looking forward to the fact that we're at the start of what I hope is going to be a really long and super cool friendship. And I can't wait until we can collaborate on more things together, too. That is a very nice sentiment. And it makes me uncomfortable that it was so nice and genuine. But I feel the same way, and I'm happy to be your friend as well. And I hope we. Oh, I'm glad that you said that you feel the same way. Otherwise, that was just a hanging (laughs) sentiment where you're like, hey, that's really nice of you to say. Oh, yeah, cool, man. (laughs) 